performers are going to be up here. And so it's close to getting, you can stay six feet from whoever you want to stay six feet from. I didn't even see you. I think this might work. Wait, is Dora going to perform in the backyard? Everything will unfold at its time. Hi, everybody. It's very nice to see you all. Thanks for coming. We wanted to keep this very small and intimate because these are strange times with you know, the strange thing going around that we can't get rid of and we're trying to stay safe. Um, but we have to go out, I think. You know, we, we wanted to, we've been wanting to do this for a long time and we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for the, for the weather to get warm. And then Kim and I were looking at the space and we like to say, oh, there's a backyard. We can have people over even if the rates are high. Um, and, uh, you know, we opened the window, so, you know, hopefully it's as safe as we can possibly be, and it's nice to see everyone. Um, as a lot of you know, we, we, were, we did a bunch of recordings back in 19, and we had some fun, and it was really nice, and um, we've been wanting to do it again, and uh, so, so this is a really big night to get together and, and start doing it again, and we hope to keep it going. So it's really nice to see you, and, and some of the new faces, it's nice to meet you guys, and, and, and welcome. Oh. oh, maybe maybe that's Dore. Hold on. Hello. Hello. Is this five minutes or less? The radio program from Nineteenth Street. Uh, it, it is. We've moved to Twenty First Street. Uh, we're rec we're recording right now. You're recording. That's exciting. Yes, we're we're live. Oh, so I'm on the show. Well, it's in a matter of speaking. Then I've caught you at a bad time. Uh, who who is this? It's Dr. Jill Biden calling from the White House. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, just a crank call. I'm trying to do a podcast here. Um, as I was saying, it's great to see everyone. This is five minutes or less coming to you from West 21st Street, no longer 19th Street. We're in Chelsea now. And uh, we're going to start off with uh, Chris Peters. We're really happy to have you. Please come up and um, let me hear, have a hand for Chris. Sorry. Barney Miller is here, ladies and gentlemen. Somewhere outside. Barney! He says he's here. Hold on a second. Stop the podcast. <laughs> Barney! Come on up. Come on up. You're right on time, Barney. Ladies and gentlemen, Barney Miller is here. Oh, Barney! Barney! Friends again. Ladies and gentlemen, including Barney Miller, Chris Peters. Um, so this is a this is a new song of mine, new new-ish, new by the standard of I haven't played it out very much because I haven't played out much, period, in the last little while. Um, I spent some time at my folks' place in 2020, as a lot of people my age did, I, I imagine. I did not find that particularly in a particularly inspiring place to be, uh, as I had lived there for a long time previously. Um, and I thought I had written all the songs that I was going to, to write there. And uh, it got me thinking about people I knew a long time ago and those kinds of relationships. I feel like some relationships end because you keep having the same conversations. And some relationships end because you're not agreeing. And some relationships end because you're having different relationships past each other. Different conversations past each other. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a song about that. It's a song called The Words. If you asked me how we ended I couldn't say for sure We were walking Same as always Wound up at your door 
There was sun in your eyes And I remember birds I couldn't hear the music I could only hear the words Fighting less and softer when we spoke. Cause there was nothing I could say to change the things we broke. A half written song we harmonized in thirds. You only wanted music didn't need the words bathroom floor It's getting harder to remember And when I think about it less, I miss you more But there's sun in your eyes Whenever I hear birds I lose you to the music But I'll never lose the words thank you. Chris Pierce, thank you so much thank you thank you. I, I, you know a lot of times you hear a song for the first time and you're like oh I gotta hear that again uh, when you when you play that song like it's you know the first Gets you the first time, I think. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. I, yeah. I think we're all trying to process the last two years. I know I am. And um, I think because we're still so isolated, it's hard because we're not coming together to process it. So one of the things, like, maybe we can do a little bit here is do that together. And so I just, can you tell us, like, I mean, what was it like to be a musician and not to be able to play in front of people? And how, how did you find your way through that? And, and how, how are you doing? Oh, Goodness. Well, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, I'll be interested to hear what other, other musicians here say if you ask them that question also. Yeah. But I, I, uh, I, d I discovered, I mean, I've always known that I like recording and that I like the kind of the tinkering with something that you can do uh, by yourself, not in front of an audience. That's impossible in front of an audience. And to look on the bright side, I, I, I really got to explore that and learned some new skills in that kind of realm during the pandemic but also it was hard i mean the main the hardest thing is having a song and not knowing if it works yeah. it's like a it's uh you, you see uh seinfeld talk about trying like trying bits and feeling like it feel like going to work with no clothes on when you're working on new material it's like yeah. I, it's kind of the same thing it's like i have a song it makes me feel things does it make anyone else feel things i don't i don't know right. and there's no way to find out really yeah um so it's a blessing to be somewhere like this. Yeah. The people listening, I appreciate you all. Yeah, I appreciate you. Um, so the last time you were at Five Minutes or Less, you sang a song which really, uh, I would say, invited us into your relationship. <laughs> yes. um, it was about, uh, tell me if I get this right, but it was about um, the early days of your relationship with your girlfriend and mm -hmm. maybe breaking up and then deciding you were maybe going to get serious. Is that, is that a good summary? I'd say that's fair. I think it's uh, being open to whatever the future was and now I'm in that future and it's good. It's okay. good now. Yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you. It's none of my business, but how's it going? How's oh, yeah. the relationship? Oh, it's it's great. It's great. Um, it's the the song makes reference to her starting up grad school, which you know now four years later she has completed. Excellent. 
Um, so she just graduated like a week ago. And you supported her through graduate school. I, I was there, certainly. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what you would say uh, in terms of support. I cooked some. I don't know. Chris Peters, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Next up, uh, representing the great state of New Hampshire, we have Dale Perot. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but we'll watch and see. Welcome to our annual conference. Can you believe it's been a year? Weren't we just here? Last year was very different. Yeah. Totally different place. You all know our theme this year, to be considered in all its aspects, and I mean all of them. Everyone. Everyone we could think of. Exhaustive. Truly. We let it stew for a little bit. We are here to explore all the knowns and unknowns of this chosen topic. That's what we're here to find out. We have our theme, but you, you are the variations. What you do, what you make, but as this is only a three-day conference, there's only so much we can cover. But I think we have been very thorough in the planning and execution. It was looking dicey, but as you all know, once the focus is there, it all comes together. Once the dates had been announced, the dates gave us focus. Also finding this space, securing it. For sure, that was critical. Only last night we were thinking, oh, people are probably arriving from all over the world and checking into their hotels about now. We better start putting this thing together. <laughs> Not last night. Uh, last week. Uh, esteemed people from all reaches, you. In terms of geography. But also disciplines. And we have specialists, generalists. Coming together, pooling their expertise. Veterans, newcomers. Old hands, young minds. The presentation of papers, mostly for tomorrow's session and the next days, but not all. We didn't want to bombard you on the first day. Jet lag for some, but that might really kick in tomorrow. But we're not easing into it either. Hardly. No coasting. We're starting in earnest here. A full docket of offerings, many at the same time. You'll be hard-pressed to choose. If there are any cancellations, we'll let you know. We don't expect any, but some conference rooms may be reassigned. To be, before. For you, to see. Uh, so check the board. Won't they get a text? Um, just to be sure, check the board before you go into a session. They should get a text. Uh, if you don't get a text, just let us know. We don't want too much confusion. Even if confusion is, let's face it, built into our profession. It needn't be. Well, that's something we can talk about over the course of the next few days. We think we have a solid structure of topics lined up. I think we do. Plus our keynote. We're excited. We had an advanced look, highly anticipated. If you're only here for today, you're going to miss it. So you might want to consider staying for all three days. We hope you can. Uh, some general guidelines do keep in mind for a question, question and answer periods. Uh, first of all, be brief and be audible. Some of the forums might be recorded, some streamed for people who were unable to attend. For posterity. Or if you want to go back and re-listen. You're sure to be inspired by some idea and taken out of what's happening and miss something. So it's handy to have that. At the ready. Good resource. Tool you can use. But not live streamed because you paid and they didn't. The people who show up. People right in front of you. You, you have the highest priority. I learned that from years of customer service. So there will be some kind of time delay for them. They should pay a penalty of some sort. So they will see it when they are able to see it. It's only fair, and you will see it live. You will be vital, active participants in the course, the flow, the life of this conference. Whether it will wither or flourish, or something in between, depends entirely upon you, your presence, your engagement. So please resist long tangents in your questions. We know you're scholars. We know that you know. You don't have to tell us. I think something we don't always know is that in the single-minded pursuit of your own excellence, there is bound to be something that suffers, that may be lacking. And you may not realize it at the time. You may not be self-aware. 
But others will see it instantly, especially if it's there present and glaring in someone else and not in themselves. Pointing out flaws and inconsistencies, it's very easy. It's an easy target. Due to the fact that we are essentially observational in nature in our profession. We're attuned. Particularly to behavior like that, finding flaws. So in the Q&As, try to get to the question. Now, sometimes people don't have questions, but try to get to the question. And avoid the temptation, the inclination to repetition. Again, we are convinced that you know, but keep in mind what is the current thinking on best protocol for scholar practitioners. Even so, we should have room for statements. But not screeds, and not whiny, whiny self-justifying. Grievance, narrow, overly specific. No, the more specific the better, uh, compared to bland, blanket. But you can't deny the power of something that's universal, applies to all, commonality and such, the unifying consensus. Well, that's something we can talk about over the course of the next few days. And then there's the excursion. It's a surprise. I want to tell you. We want to tell you so bad. No, it's not in your program, guys. So for the excursion, keep checking the board until then. That's the most accurate, pinpoint, up-to-date source if we add things, if anyone cancels. So... Welcome to our annual conference. Can you believe it's been a year? Weren't we just here? Last year was very different. Yeah. A totally different place. Dale uh, is a playwright, but he also works at Cooper Union Library. And they're undertaking a big project with the Great Halls. And I'd love for you to just share that a little bit. Yes, it's a project called Voices from the Great Hall. And it is the digitization of decades and decades of speeches from the Cooper Union's Great Hall. So our very first uh, recorded speech is from December 7th, 1941, by John Dewey, the philosopher. And we have uh, hundreds and hundreds of recordings that are now available on, online for what, everyone what, to hear. What are some of your favorites? Well, the American Jazz Orchestra has a bunch um, that we're get, trying to get permissions to air. But um, we have tons of programs um, across the board. There's one program of Carl Sandburg on a Lincoln's Day commemoration. And playing piano in the background is um, the teenage Neil Sedaka before he became a teen Superstar. Wow. He's playing Beautiful Dreamer and someone is singing it. Wow. Thank you, Dale. Thank you. Thanks for bringing your play. I think that next up, someone new to five minutes or less, Ayin. We worked on the first name, Ayin, but I didn't work on your last name. Ayin Villagra. I would like him to introduce himself. Sure, my name is Ayin Villagra. Oh, thank you for having me. It is my first time here. We're really happy you're here, and take it away. Thank you. All right. Okay, cool. Sound check done. <laughs> uh, my name is Ayin. Um, I'm from Santiago, Chile. Uh, I came here upon my good friend Doré's invitation. So thank you to her for <laughs> inviting me, even though she's not here right now. And thank you to all of you guys for having me. Um, yeah, um, I guess I'm going to play a song. It's about exactly five minutes, which is why I thought it would be fun to do that one. Um, definitely the longest song I've written. <laughs> and um, it's called Feria de Arrieta, which is the name of a place I used to go, a flea market I used to go to in Chile before I moved here. Um, the song is just kind of a collection of like memories and feelings from back then, which is it's kind of a retrospective, usually kind of how I write music. Um, so I guess without further ado. Feria de Rieta Ooh. 
Julieta, feria de Rieta. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. That was Thank really you. incredible. I, 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 just for me, you have a really incredible ability to create, not, it's not just music, but like a, a mood and a feeling and, and capture. I really. like to think so. Thank you. <laughs> I great. try. Yeah, it was, I was really, it, was, it wasn't just listening to a song. I was like, it was, it was all, I was surrounded. I was swimming. Yeah. It was really great. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. I, I like, I mean, a lot of the songs that I like and a lot of the songwriting I like is kind of like, steeped in like stories and like I don't know it just kind of happens I can't help I can't really write any other way to be honest like yeah. 
I, yeah, I like movies and I like literature, so like it comes through in that, in the way I write. And like, it's a lot easier to like write music when I'm kind of like pulling from specific things and memories, and it kind of like takes me back and like makes me like create something. Um, and a lot of the time, I think there's stuff there that m more people can relate to than just myself. So I think there's value in that as well. Yeah, I think. So you you were born in Chile, mm -hmm. and now you live in New York. Yes. Yeah, I was born and raised there. I was there for 20 years, and I moved here for school. Um, I'm a piano player mainly. This is not, this little thing here is not necessarily my comfort zone, but we make it, we make it work. Describe that for the people who can't see. Um, it's a synthesizer. It's a very small synthesizer uh, for, for the synth nerds out there. It's the Korg Minilog first version. It's um, four-note polyphony, um, two oscillators, fully analog. It's kind of the, the cheapest thing that, that does what it's supposed to do, and... Uh, you know, it, it, it does its job, I think. I like it. I mean, I like it. It's obviously not an acoustic piano, but um, sometimes you, you find a sound that kind of like fits a certain mood or a certain song, and I kind of, I spend a lot of time crafting the sounds, and then kind of like once it's ready, I just leave it there, and I don't touch it, and I bust it out when it's time to play it. So that's kind of how I do that. Can you share with us what's it been like to come to New York? You obviously, I can tell from the song, you love Chile, where you came from, but here you are. What, what were some of your impressions? What are some of your impressions of of being here? Is it very different? Is it people similar? I mean, for context, I, I came here for to study music. Both my parents are musicians. Um, I always had it had the idea in my head that I was gonna, you know, come. My mom is American, my dad is Chilean, so I, I had um I had the idea in my head at some point that I was gonna come here for school, sure. regardless of what it was gonna end up being. And then I decided on music kind of last minute because I've been doing it my whole life. And um, it just kind of all lined up and I, you know, I came to school here, go to the new school. It's been, it's been crazy. It's kind of like a full, like, it, things are similar in terms of like the environment I find myself in, the kind of people I surround myself with, the things that I care about. It's all very in line with, like, I'm still the same person, but it's, yeah, it's the, everything else, like on the surface, like the environments I find myself in and like the situations that I end up being in are vastly different. And I think at least earlier on, it was kind of di difficult to like reconcile those two things. Um, you know, like the familiar and the, and the new. But that's kind of why I wanted to come here in the first place. It's fun to explore that, that sort of dichotomy. And I know also that I came here, like what allowed me to come here is like a lot of privilege compared to like where I'm coming from. So at the end of the day that even if it feels weird and even if I, it's kind of uncomfortable sometimes, it's like a very privileged perspective and I, I don't take it for granted at all. I'm, I'm really enjoying it, you know, for, to, yeah. to answer your question. <laughs> I like it here. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm glad you're here. It was great Thank to hear you. Really Thank you. Ayin, everyone. Um, in the back of the room, are you are you ready? Or you need some time to warm up, ladies and gentlemen? Um, I want to. I, I will talk about this uh, man. It, it might take him 15 minutes to make his way up here. Um, he, for his whole life, and, and he's wanted to make people dance. I mean, that's really his mission in life. No, somebody else. He he loves he loves to play music and to make people happy with his music. He loves. Um, He's a performer, and he loves to make people laugh. And he also then took sort of a right turn or left turn or some kind of turn from music and became a video editor, which I don't know that much about, but I know he's really into movies. Ladies and gentlemen, Barney Miller is here! <laughs> You're gonna do sad music. We're not gonna dance? Oh, okay. Musicians in the house. We need someone to make people dance. So if you know, yeah, I'm not a good closer. But, uh, oh, you're not closer. Well, we're hoping Dore is good. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, she might be singing from the from the backyard. We're gonna we're gonna take that one step at a time. Should I do a sound check? Check one, two. Thank you. Good night. You need a pa PA. Is, this is bigger than uh, the last place. You need like a. Yeah, every you got to get Will to set up Come a PA. Be Carnegie Hall. I'll have to practice. Next pandemic, you're not believe Hi, my name is Barney. Hi, everybody. Hey, Let's give a round of applause to David for putting this together. So many talented people. Um, it's a bummer. I got a. a follows such a talent. I'm just going to do a little folk song. Um, my name is Barney. I've lived, I live in a small, um, I come from a small island off the coast of uh, New Jersey called Manhattan. <laughs> um, 
This song, which is not a dance song, it's not a happy song, I don't know who you thought was coming tonight, um, is, uh, uh, I'm gonna bum everyone out. I have this whole talk prepared, but uh, what the hell. Uh, all right, all right, good, good, good. Um, I, was, uh, I was thinking about death, and, um, and uh, I'm not a, no offense to any people of faith, I'm not a very religious person, and um, my dad died when I was basically a teenager. Um, and uh, I remember at the time, you know, because we weren't really a, a faithful family, um, like what I did to deal with it was I played a lot of basketball, not very well, but you know, just doing something physical helped me uh, kind of get through it. And as some people here know, I had a pretty bad death in my family about six years ago. And I kind of had, had one of these epiphanies a little while ago. Um, after that death, it, 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 you know, and I was older, um, it did shake my lack of faith um, in a way that I didn't become religious, but I found myself looking for things like metaverses and stuff, you know. And, and I realized, like, I think I have a silly theory that all creativity is a, is a way for us to deal with our mortality at some, some stage, at least for me. And so what I realized was that um, as someone who believes that man created God, not the other way around, again, no offense to the devout, I was like, well, what is it? And, it was, and I realized when you go through tough times, when you lose a loved one, for me, what it is, is it's us um, creating that eternity, even if it doesn't really exist. So, you know, whether we're looking for gods or we're looking for science and, you know, multiple universes and stuff, I'm not making any sense, but I'm just going to play the song. Um, so, so basically, the, the epiphany I had was, you know, it was like, well, no, I don't pray to a god. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, people who, like, listen to science podcasts and stuff, some people say, oh, science is your religion. And I was like, no, that's not really it. But I realized you do pray to something, as Dylan famously said. you got to serve somebody. He said it must be the devil of the Lord. He was wrong. Dylan was wrong. I want that on tape. Um, <laughs> But I realized, like, at the end of the day, you do have to serve somebody. So this is called I Pray to You, and basically it's, it's not about someone specific, but it's about the fact that when we grieve, we are, you know, we're praying to somebody. We're praying to the person who passed. So. My God is your memory. My Lord is the love that you left me That's who I pray to That's who I pray to That's who I pray to I pray to you I pray to you my holy trinity you smile and you laugh plus infinity that's who I pray to that's who I pray to that's who I pray to I pray to you I pray to you Please Forgive me For my only sin Pray to. That's who I pray to. 
answer I pray to I pray to you I pray to you I pray to you I pray to you I messed up the middle eight. One and only Barney Miller. Thank you for sharing that song, Barney. You look good. No, thank you. <laughs> you look good. <laughs> you don't have to say that. I, I, I need a, I, so you know, I, I was going to... I wanted I to lose... post-COVID haircut. <laughs> I wanted to lose weight for the podcast because I, I think it comes through on the, on the audio. <laughs> See, that's, how I, that's my Botox. I just gained five pounds every year. Um, so what have you been up to? You're, you're video editing? Yeah, I actually am making music. What's funny, I was also going to say in my little spiel, is that that's kind of, this song I wrote about a year ago, and that kind of closed a chapter of writing sad songs. And yeah. I've been making sort of dance music with uh, Blake from Miller, 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 and Sloan. Yeah, no, I like so. your song. And, and not only do I like it, but Will's a professional engineer, and he really likes it. But, Will, isn't that true? Of one of the Miller and Sloan. No, the Miller and Sloan. So well, I don't know. I don't know if you guys gonna, know this. Got to plug it. But uh, there's it. a movie about Barney and his brothers and Sloan. They were uh, a teen sensation in New York City when I was when I was growing up here. We well, everyone used to get when Miller, 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 and Sloan were playing. Everybody would go. It was a big party. It was a lot of fun. You guys were fun. We've known each other a long, long, time. long, long time from the back in the day. I'll finish it. So I was okay. in a band with my brothers, <laughs> and my brothers are all. All over the world. So, um, well, actually, Mike's on 34th Street. But um, me and Blake, uh, the bass player for the band, uh, we just started, you know, during the pandemic, started sending, just sort of jamming, coming up with a beat on GarageBand and, you know, kind of a very different song from that. And we were kind of started doing some of the style of the old music we used to play back in the 80s and stuff. And uh, he started playing bass and we started putting it together and uh, we put it out and we have a Thousand streams on uh, on Spotify. So, it's yeah. good. Will you, will That's you, Miller and Sloan. Will, can you will you play this? Will you play the song for us? Uh, no, because <laughs> you need like drums and bass and there's a lot of musicians. The musicians now you need compression yeah. and loops and all oh that my stuff god, I, I think you could do it a cappella. I'm I sure you, my loops at home. I'm sure you could do it a cappella. Yeah. So so uh, can I'll, I tell I'll a bar? Play a chord. Yeah, play, play a, a little. Just give us a flavor. Give us a taste. Like that. It's like old school. It sounds good, right? It sounds good. Come on, Barney. No, yeah, they can they can finish this podcast and then click on download it. They can download it. Yeah. Yeah. So can I tell I'll tell can I tell a story about Barney? I don't know. Is it okay? Yeah. I feel like I'm enforced group therapy here. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what this podcast is going to turn into. (laughs) Is this an intervention? So so I was I was in high school and we were producing. I was producing back then. We were producing. Uh, a dance what do we call it a dance but we had like bands playing like the, id. the id so this band my friend Peter was in the id and Barney was, was helping guest, them was he was like a guest player. guitarist for the id and this it was at our high school and in those days like the, the kids were in charge so like there were no adults like we had to like sell the tickets invite people do the door and we were like we didn't know what we were doing it was like stranger things without math <laughs> so, so um and there was this like big pa system and we somehow had the idea we were going to plug i don't know exactly how it was going to work we were going to like plug the something into the pa system. we didn't have a will to help us yeah exactly we didn't have a will we had like me and i didn't know what i was doing so so we like plug things in and there was that sound you know that's oh. what's that sound when stuff is a before it stops working Right, and I'm there, and I'm like, I was like, I, you, I don't know what, I, I was like or, the organizer. Columbia I was like, was Columbia, Columbia. So I was the organizer, and there was no sound system, and there were bands and like 150 kids who had bought tickets. And I'm like, shit, what am I going to do? Because the sound system doesn't work. And I'm, there was this like balcony with all the sound system, and I'm just sitting there. I was... I, and, and Barney, Bar- no, 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 I got to started breakdancing. No, 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 no. So Barney walks in and he's carrying like some piece of equipment. I don't know what it was. He goes, do you need this? Oh, it was our mixers. The and I was like, I don't know what it was. And I was like, I don't know. What does it do? And he's like, well, we could plug it in and then we could 
have the gig and he like i was like who is this guy this i, I like this guy Did it work? yeah yeah it was good it was good you know so that's my that's my that's, that's how i when i like my first uh, my first barney miller memory that's a good story you have to like embellish and like have the kids storm in the stage and like we're fighting them off you gotta have a little there's an authenticity we require at five minutes or less a little bit of embellishment but you know not not too much embellishment so so you won't play the other song i, I, I no. okay but you're gonna make before this evening is out Okay, we'll get. But you're, will you make us dance later? Not tonight. What's the name of the movie about you? Uh, about the band that I was in with my brother is called "We Don't Want to Make You Dance." It's on. Um, oh, I thought it was "We Do Want to Make You Dance." No, I'm sorry, I had it all wrong. Right. Like oh, I was confused. Joke. You don't want to make us. I'm oh, sorry. Now you're right. You're right. Sing another sad song. <laughs> and that's on. No, I'm done. All right. Sorry, no, I messed it up. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, you got you you what you did, Dell, was why I don't like to go to conferences. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, but I actually missed that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see where we go. I think we're we're going to go to Carol. Real has brought something tonight, ladies and gentlemen. This is you know Carol Real because she was helping me out before, and she was helping. De She's a really helpful. She likes to help people. She's very helpful. Um, she's a very supportive person. She's been supporting me for, well, the, uh, we're telling stories tonight. So Dale, Carol, and I were in a, a playwriting class many, many years ago together. It was a really special class, and that's where we met, and uh, we're still hanging out together. So that's, that's a good thing. So I'm really happy you guys are here. Um, oh, it's my phone again. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Hello? Hello? Is this David Heller of Five Minutes or Less? Yes. This is Joe Biden. Did you just hang up on Dr. Jill Biden, the first lady of the United States of America? Yeah, yes, Joe. I did hang up on the first lady. It's her birthday tomorrow. It's rude. You should apologize. We don't need any more of this M word. The M word? Oh, hell, malarkey. I said it. <laughs> Trying not to use it too much, but it's my favorite. Listen, man, Dr. Jill loves your podcast, and she wanted a five-minute segment. Is this really the president of the United States? Who the hell else would I be? Okay, Mr. President, but, but we're recording a podcast right now. I know, and Dr. Jill wants a slot, a five-minute slot. Mr. President, I have to go. We're in the middle of a podcast. Okay, okay. Can I tell her she's on? Will she sing? She'll sing, she'll dance. She just wants to be on the show. It's a deal, but I got to go, Mr. President. Goodbye. What up, Joe Biden there? Dale Perot doing Joe Biden. Very nice, very nice, Joe Biden. Ladies and gentlemen, from Hollywood, California, or somewhere around there. Where are you from? I'm, I'm living here in New York City. From California, <laughs> from California. I'm living here in New York City. Ladies and gentlemen, living here in New York City, Carol Real is here. Ladies, the U.S. is just not that into you. Any country that says it loves you and then jerks you around for 50 years about your reproductive rights is not homeland material. That's not the country that's going to be there for you in sickness and health, for richer or poorer. No, that's a country who acts all interested when you're willing to come over, have sex, bear the children, do the cleaning, the cooking, and the child rearing, but ghosts you when you say stuff like, hey, I want my reproductive rights guaranteed. Then crickets. And the stuff the US says when the US gets mad, like not only do I want to make sure no woman in Arkansas can get an abortion in Arkansas, I want to make sure a woman in Arkansas can't get an abortion in any state. Holy shit. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. It would never hold up in court, would it? I know what you're thinking, but I love the US. I can change the US as long as we keep the communication open. Yeah, right, how's that working for you? I mean, how terrified and demeaned have you been the past 50 years? How much energy have you spent being frightened and angry over being jerked around about your reproductive rights? 
What if you had spent that energy doing anything? Anything. No, ladies. The US is using you. It's using you for your looks, your hard work, your patience, your diligence, your willingness to cooperate, your kindness, your community building, your lack of criminality, your good citizenship. It's using you and it has no plans to make it right. It doesn't want to settle down with you. You're not the one. <laughs> the US is a bad boyfriend and it's time to dump it. Old school. Look at that. Unbelievable. Thank you for that. No computer You're for welcome. you. No. All right. So this is the point where Dore was going to sing. So here's what we're going to try. Well, number one, any other musicians who want, would like to do a second five minutes, because we have some time. I've, asked, I've begged Barney, and he's rejected me. That's okay. Chris, if you would like to sing another song, or if all you musicians would like to sing, This Land is Your Land, whatever song you want to sing, or Happy Birthday. Yeah. We are the world, um, and we can have a sing-along, or we cannot. Or what we're going to then try to do is get Doray out in the rain, and we're going to, Will's going to do some long microphone magic or something, or you could record it from up here, or we could just hold an iPhone near her. We're going to do something, and we're going to listen to Doray because she's really wonderful. Is she out in the backyard? No, I think she was, I don't, I've, got, I've got to check, which I think she's, Oh, I forgot to interview Carol. You didn't really interview me, though. I'm going to interview Carol. You did a long, intro. You did a long intro. intro. Yeah, we talked. Dore. Wait, hold. Dore? Hi, yes. You're live on five minutes or less. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone say hi to Dore. Hi, Dore. Dore. Dore, we're really sad you're not inside with us. We're really missing you. Oh my God! It's the endless, this endless thing. It's ridiculous. I'm really sad yeah. about it. We want you to sing from the backyard. We want to hear you, even if it only lives on in our memory. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, oh my God, stressed out. So I keep cursing. I'm sorry. Curse all you want. This is a curse-free zone. Please curse, curse. We'll all curse together. What? What's your favorite? What's your favorite? What's your favorite curse? Okay, shit. Okay, shit. everybody shit, 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 shit. 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 Yeah, okay, we're all we're with you on the shit. Okay. All right, give us give us like give, we can't wait. We'll give you see you in a few minutes, all right? Yeah. Okay. 5 minutes or less. I'll see you 5 minutes. 5 minutes or or a little bit more. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thanks, all right. Okay. Now, let let me finish over here. So, where were you born, Carol? I was born in Northern California. Okay, I knew okay. it. I knew yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. And and how long have you been in New York? I came back to New York uh, six months before the pandemic began, yes. but previously I'd lived in New York for 13 years after college. Yeah. But then I went back to California, but I went to Los Angeles. Yeah. So, yeah. so solve this one for us. There's like New Yorkers who live in California, California people live in New York. There's like a relationship between, yes. but, it, but, it, but it's different. Like what's the, it's different, but it's, what, what's, what's, what's the story? Los Angeles is a very easy place to live, but yeah. there are no seasons. So you just go there and the next thing you know, 20 years is past uh -huh. and you have no memories <laughs> and you can't, you have it's no It's like an endless pandemic happened. out there. <laughs> it's just, yeah. And everybody's child has grown and, you know, and it's suddenly 20 years later. Okay. Yeah. Sitting by the pool. Yeah. Or in traffic or whatever they yeah. do. Yeah. And it's always the same temperature. And so when you think back on memories, you can't remember what time of year anything was because yeah. you was were always, always wearing the same thing. Yeah. And a khakis and a flower shirt. Flowery right. shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got it. Yeah. Um, and New York. Well, what did you, what, what's going on with you in New York? Why are you here? What do you like about it? I came back to New York and I returned to my first love, which is acting. I met you in a playwriting class right. and I hadn't been an actor since I was in my early 20s. But I went back during the pandemic, especially. I yeah. took over 400 class hours wow. of acting and improv classes, most of it over Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now I'm doing that. And it's, you know, you actually get paid to act well you get paid to, not everybody yeah, does, you but, can get paid yeah. you know but like much more than you get paid usually for writing a play yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, you have I've never to... gotten paid for writing a play. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's my point. That's exactly my point. Yeah. And tell us about, like, I, I see you on, on, on going to the theater all the time. Yeah. I'm so jealous of that. Like, you just do it. You just go. I came, I went to the very first play, Broadway play that opened up after the pandemic called Passover. And um, I've been going, that was in August, and I've been going regularly ever since. Yeah. And uh, I've only gotten COVID once. So, yeah. How, How's the state of the theater? I mean, what's, what's it like? Is it different post-COVID than before? Is it, what's um, it like? Yeah, I would say it is still sort of like picking up, you know? It's yeah. not back to the robust thing. And yeah. I would say understudies appear more frequently yeah. because people, you know, test positive, so they yeah. have to have understudies really yeah. at the ready yeah well we kim and i went to the theater last summer um and i was just happy to be there i was like these people are coming out before you know it was just like yeah, there was a different sense of just like appreciation for the ability to go to the theater and for people to come and perform in front of you as opposed to like oh is this a good player i didn't like the, i didn't like the first act you know, right whatever. no i was so happy to spend eight dollars on a thing of peanut m&ms i was just like i, I wept <laughs> Really, seriously. On that note, Carol Real, everyone, thank you so much. Um, all right, so I'm, let's just officially say thank you, all performers. Thank you, audience members. It's been really nice to get back together. We're going to try and keep this rolling and figure out how to navigate COVID and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, I think it's, for me, it's like I've spent way too much time just in a room in a house in, a co in front of the computer and it's very different to be like with y'all and uh, to see everyone and to hear some really good songs and hear some pieces you guys are working on so that's re it's really been nice to be with y'all so um for, for everyone who can stay there's food drink and we're gonna have doray in the back in the backyard in a few minutes so that's something to be happy about thanks everyone Thanks, Oliver, for the photography. Thanks, Will, for the sound. Thanks, everybody, for coming. so much David this is funny and I'm honored to that I'm thank you for letting me play even though this is weird and different you know mm. cool so the song is called take them as they come <laughs> take them as they come the thoughts behind the voices telling me look up Show me what the point is What has got my tongue That renders me so voiceless I fear that this is growing up Discovering the choices on my own no crutch with nothing I can do to have your touch I know I've got more to love take them as they come stronger when they're spoken our noses filling up my cup with all these hopeful notions I hear you but you're broken up so how can I feel open Obvious. 
That was like two minutes, so I'll do one more. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, this song's called Needy. Yeah. Fine, have it your way. I won't call you anymore. You can disregard the messages and letters at the door. I just don't feel like I am wanted anymore. Given every opportunity to fill my glass, you never even tried to pour. Want to call you when I'm bored Maybe it's my fault for claiming you To be my highest score This isn't working I don't love you anymore That's a lie, you know I do This only proves that I love you More than I thought before Time, how fast my mouth can run I hope you're happy And I hope you're holding up And I hope sometimes you think of me Reflect on all the times we shared And what that was I wrote that the other day, so I it's not fully in it, in the. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much. But I guess that was my five minutes. <laughs> Do we want a fast song or a slow song? Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. I think that you're right.
guys, and thank you again. Um, I wrote that one, I think, about maybe a year ago or so. Maybe a little less. I don't know. But, yeah. Thank you so much for this. I feel, I feel the love, even. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's funny. Like, one thing about COVID is, like, um, people are so much nicer about it now. Yeah. You know? Rather than being like, oh, no, I got to, like, you know? So, thank you for letting me play for you guys and for listening. I wish I could have heard you. I'll definitely listen to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to be out. <laughs> yeah. True. It's buggy, right? It's buggy. I was like imagining halfway through that song, I started imagining like what would I do if a bug started like giving me a bite? Like yeah. as, in the moment, I was like, I would have let it bite me. I, you know? I know, I feel them on my ankle. Yeah, I'm getting the bugs. Well, so nice to see you, some of you guys to see you again, some of you guys to meet you. Farewell. Yes.